This is the Times News Briefing for Thursday, the 22nd of February. I'm Martin Williams. The future of the Speaker of the House of Commons looks uncertain. Dozens of MPs have now signed a motion of no confidence in Sir Lindsay Hoyle. He's apologised and is expected to meet party whips after he allowed debate on three versions of a Gaza ceasefire vote brought by the SNP yesterday, prompting chaos in Parliament. Maria Caulfield is a government health minister. He was clearly coming under pressure uh, from uh, the Labour Party, who were rumoured to to have about 80 MPs who were going to to vote against uh, the Labour whip. I've never known a case where uh, an opposition uh, motion has had uh, an amendment taken first. It's an issue people care deeply about. Just to make it all about the House of Commons, I think it was a very, very sad day. And the Speaker has rightly apologised for his actions. Pat McFadden is Labour's national campaign coordinator. He denies the party put pressure on the Speaker, but has admitted a meeting took place. The Chief Whip meets the Speaker all the time about these things. The Prime Minister regularly meets the Speaker. This notion of um, undue pressure is just absolute nonsense. What we did yesterday on an issue where people have got really strong feelings and what the Speaker did uh, was to try to make sure that all the propositions were considered. A police cordon around an unexploded World War II bomb in Plymouth has been extended to 300 metres, meaning hundreds of people have to evacuate their homes for a day and a half. The council's provided drinks, blankets and facilities for children at a local hall. Devon and Cornwall police were called on Tuesday morning after the object was found in a garden. Companies could be sued if they don't make adjustments for menopausal women in the office. The Equality and Human Rights Commission says symptoms like hot flushes and brain fog could legally be considered a disability. Its survey suggests one in ten women going through the menopause have left their jobs due to the side effects. Rachel Lancaster is the founder of Magnificent Midlife, which helps women move positively through the menopause. I think it's very, very positive that women are being supported and protected as well. But I hate this word disability, yeah, I don't consider myself to be disabled and I think it is an unfortunate precedent to associate menopause with disability. I just think it adds further to that sort of negative impact that we feel about menopause. Mm. A charity's warning 3,000 criminals issued with indefinite sentences are still behind bars despite public protection sentences being abolished in 2012. The Centre for Crime and Justice Studies say the most disturbed prisoners should be released on compassionate grounds to help free spaces in overcrowded jails. Richard Garside is the charity's director. Some of the sentences are just mad. I mean, we've got you know people who've been you know, given a tariff of three years, for example, who is still in prison 18 years later. These are not people who've committed murder or very serious offences, which would otherwise they would normally have got a life sentence for anyway. These are, you know, people who've kind of, you know, stolen a bicycle, for example. You know, we've got a case like that, you know, somebody stole a bicycle. uh, They were given an initial tariff of two and a half years, 13 years on, they're still in prison. More than 10,000 children in England left state education last year, and the education system doesn't know where they are. Around 3,000 of them are thought to be missing out on education completely. Dame Rachel D'Souza is the Children's Commissioner for England and Wales and a former head teacher. It's just like really bad practice. I mean, local authorities didn't know. I mean, it's just not acceptable and it's just not something as a head I would have thought was even possible. Then there are further 3,000 that children who local authorities investigated haven't got a clue where they are. That is a huge number of children that I am seriously worried about. And police chiefs want to disqualify drink or drug drivers instantly at the side of the road without any court hearing. 
Currently, drivers might wait weeks for a trial, during which they can still drive. The National Police Chief's Council also wants to punish those who kill others on the road while drinking more harshly, potentially charging them with murder. And that's the Times News Briefing. There's plenty more on today's stories on Times Radio.